Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Middle Falls Christian Center. Now, champion, oh God, you are here tonight. Thank you for the anointing that destroys the yoke. Thank you that our champion has conquered death, hell, and the grave. And let's give our champion a praise offering in this place. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. We praise you tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you to the band. Praise the Lord. Our champion, the lion of the tribe of Judah, he reigns and he reigns in our hearts. He reigns in our minds. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's majestic. He's high and lifted up. Our King. Praise His name tonight. Praise the Lord. Tonight it is my privilege, you know. This is, this I think is the last night in which we gather in this sense for this time of the year. It's, it's coming to an end. How many of you enjoy the fact that this year is coming to an end? I asked that this morning. I am glad. <laughs> I've had enough of 2023. Have you had enough of 2023? Yes, but there's, there's, there's just some more things ahead of us. I look forward to Christmas Day next weekend. We look forward to the prophetic message Pastor Harold will give. It is so, it is so wonderful to, to always be inspired by the Word of God and specifically the prophetic office that God has given to this church. And we always get something powerful from such an evening. But praise God. So tonight, my message is the power of a heavenly mindset. The power of a heavenly mindset. I want to use tonight to strengthen the people that have taken the time to come to church tonight. You know, God loves His church. God loves you. God wants the best for you. And to be in church is the best for you. It's always the best for us. 33 years ago, when I started, I did not know what would happen, that now suddenly it's quick, how quickly the time passes when you're in church. For the world, it's slow. They have to go grinding out, but we get to be uplifted. We get to be strengthened. We get to be empowered by God's Word. Thank God for Sunday. Amen. Amen. You know, Pastor Jock mentioned that Sunday, you live from Sunday to Sunday. But praise God, we conquer from Sunday to Sunday. Yes, praise the Lord. So I want to strengthen the church tonight. It's a time of jubilation. It's a time of of celebration. Christmas to me is personal. I thank the Lord Jesus that He's no more in a cot, that He's no more in a manger. I thank the Lord that He went to the cross, that He conquered 
death, hell, and the grave. It is great, people. It is wonderful. And it's a time of celebration. This is the season of Jesus Christ. Not jingle bells. Jingle is full of hells, yeah. Wait, let, 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 let me not go there. Let the service be the service tonight. But a mindset is something that every person possess. A mindset is something that forms your spiritual life. And God wants us to end this here with a powerful mindset regarding the future regarding the things that God is going to do and is about to do on this planet. I thank God there will come a sound from heaven and that sound will remove us from this place. But up to that point, there comes now a time of wonderful experiences with God. I believe it. I believe for every person that what will increase during 2024 is massive, powerful experiences with God. It will be so for me and it will be so for you. Yes, praise the Lord. 2024, we're looking forward to that. So, what kind of year have you had? I must say, I've had a wonderful, interesting year. It's been a year in my life of wonderful spiritual growth. It's been beautiful to go through tough times. Only now that we are through it, we can say, thank you, Jesus. But I found it very hard to say, thank you, Lord, what is busy happening and unfolding in, in front of me. But during a hard time, I reminded myself and I said something that Pastor Tians always told us, you know, it is when you get through it. Just in the storm, think of it when you're through it. Look back at what you're doing right now so that you might testify of the good things God has done for you. There is no person that God will leave behind. There is no person that God will say, you know, suffer through things. People who suffer through things are people who's got a wrong mindset. And these mindsets that we have, the quicker we change it and come to maturity in Christ, the better it is for your experiences in God, in Christ. So, you know, John the Apostle, Right at the end, put yourself in his shoes. Nice, comfortable places in the island of Patmos. He did not know that something great was about to happen to him. Probably one of the greatest things in the Word of God, that he got to get the experience of the things and the times we are living in. He got to see that. And the thing that he experienced greatly was that for three to three and a half years that they walked with the Lord Jesus, that they experienced the meek and the mild Lord, the God who held back. Can you imagine? 
the Lord Jesus walking there, He could speak one single word and annihilated the earth. He could do anything He wanted, but His full focus was our redemption. And our redemption, go to Revelation, the book of Revelation there in the beginning. Let me read it to you. Maybe it's good that I read it to you. What happened here with this man called John? He had an experience. Behold, he's coming with the clouds and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, Revelation 1.7. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. The Almighty? This is Jesus. Now go to verse 17. I saw Him, and when I saw Him, I fell at His feet as dead, but He laid His hand, His right hand on me, saying to me, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. Now John experienced the risen Christ and he nearly fell apart. We need to ask ourselves, is the right hand of God upon my life? Because if the right hand of God is upon my life, I will not be afraid what is coming to this earth. I will be ready. A ready person is a powerful person. It's a person that will not be caught of God. And then he says, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I live forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and death. Write the things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which will take place after this. After this, what will happen after this? Please quickly go with me to Revelation 4, verse 1. There's a certain thing that happened with him here. It's a powerful thing, the prophetic explanation of this because this is what the book of Revelation is all about. And then the Lord said to him, come up here and I will show you things which must take place after this. Now he's invited to come up here and see things too wonderful to mention. Too wonderful because after this the book the book that God said to him, with this, you'll see with this, actually the Lord said, these things write down and take it to the churches, to those churches. And then the message to the churches, we are still experiencing today because we are part of the end time church. It is basically the Laodicean church. There's never been so many Christians on this planet. There's never been so many fake Christians on this planet. A thing that Paul experienced, if you go with me to Colossians. Here's the thing that Paul, my message is about tonight, Colossians 3. If you have your Bible, Colossians 3. 
So we see here, there's a certain things that God or Jesus or our Lord said to, to John, come up here. Have you had a come up here experience in your life? Have you had an experience where God says to you, come up here, come up here, I wanna show you things. Because God wants to show every single person wonderful things. If you've not experienced wonderful things about the Word of God, then get ready. Colossians 3, let me read it to you. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. So we know that the Lord Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God. We see that the Lord Jesus has His right hand upon His church. It's the righteous right hand of God. I always think that the left hand of God is the judgment side of God. You never wanna get to the left side of God. I believe that is the place where God puts hell so that He might never see it again. But on the right side of God, He seated the lion of the tribe of Judah and He is busy judging. He's busy with His church. The Lord Jesus, believe me, if I must tell you that he is busy with people who's busy with him. But then verse two, it says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. In glory means in eternity. How many of you want to be in eternity? Okay, if you did not put up your hand, I'll explain to you why you need to put up your hand. But this is the thing. God puts out an invitation to people to come up here, come up higher. Come to a place you've never been. Come up to a place where you will experience me afresh and anew. Age does not depend your experiences with God. When you've got fresh legs, you must use those fresh legs so that you might seek God with all of your heart, all of your mind and all of your strength. Because if you do it as a young person, you will have a wonderful time as you grow old in Christ. So Jesus, the Lord, invites people to a new life, a wonderful new life in Him. And there are seven things the Lord invited people. Here, listen to this. He said, the Lord Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, for I will give you rest. This is for all mankind. The invitation of the Lord Jesus is that I, if you've been laboring, have you been laboring? There's a rest for those who labor. And then the Lord Jesus stood out and he cried out and he said, come unto me and drink. Vort fall. Drink, I wanna fill you. And then he said, 
Come and dine with me. I wonder what food we're going to eat there at that marriage supper of the Lamb. My goodness, can you imagine the pudding? <laughs> We're going to eat for seven years. <laughs> Get ready. There's no calories in heaven. <laughs> we don't count calories. There's no scales. Nothing like that. There's just eat. Let me go. Jesus said to people, come and see where I'm staying. He said, come and take up your cross. Have you taken up your cross? Come away to a secluded place and come and rest. And he says, come, you blessed of my father and inherit the kingdom of God. An invitation. And then the most serious one of all, come and follow me. Come and follow me. We need to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. It is in following him that we will experience these things. It says here, seek those things which are above where Christ is. Seek the things where Christ is because the things are in his presence. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. In his presence, there's no bondage that can exist in his presence. But it is in that seeking, that seeking, I am making a commitment, God willing, always God willing, to seek the Lord in 2024 as never before in my life. And I said to the Lord, here's the thing I said to the Lord, help me. Please help me because in my strength, I am so limited. But I need a new experience with God. I've had wonderful experiences through my life, but we cannot look backward. So many people only talk of yesterday. You know, the things I did yesterday. Yesterday, I was such a powerful cell leader or a zone supervisor. Yesterday, I did this. Yesterday, I did that. But how about tomorrow? How about seeking those things that Christ have for me? How about those things? Am I willing to take the time and the effort and the energy and have a plan, have a vision for my life? Have a new experience. Be expectant for something new to happen. Because only if you expect it, if you seek it, if you pursue it, then it's worthwhile. Because the things of this world is not growing strangely dim anymore. The things of this world, I must say to you, is wonderful things. It's like a magnet. Do not magnetize yourself because this world will carry you away. I've seen on fire people for Jesus, extremely on fire people. There is now no more that passion. Why? Why has that happened? I can only start with me. I can only ask the Lord, Lord, have mercy upon my life. But there's something new for me.
only if I have the mind of Christ. That mind is a powerful thing. Church, listen to me. To have the right mindset for the future will determine what will happen with you. There's powerful things about to happen in the spirit. You know, everybody wants to be happy. How many of you want to be happy? Me, definitely. It's funny that all of mankind wants to be happy. All of Christianity, everybody wants to be happy. But to find that happiness, it's not an easy thing. It is a hard thing, actually, because we, I just use the word happy, but because it's actually the word to be joyful, because the joy of the Lord is our strength, and there's fullness of joy in the presence of the Lord. But this joy that, that, that we should have is actually a mindset. It is not, I'm feeling today up and tomorrow I'm down, you know. I'm like a ballerina dancer. Then I'm up and then I'm down. Then as a plie and whatever, I'm going But there should be an urgency within my heart to seek those things which are above, the above things. And you need to start now you need to get your mind right to be filled with the Word of God. If you've not been to Bible school, Pastor Jock, if you've not been to Bible school, this coming year is your year. How many of you coming next year to Bible school? Okay, there's a lot of hands coming up here now. There's a lot of Do it by faith. Do it by faith. Speak to your boss. Speak to any person around you, but you need to be in the Word of God. It is the one thing that will carry you through any difficulty. It's the Word of God. But Blaise Pascal said, all men seek happiness. This is without exception. The problem is how do we get there? How, we, how do we actually get to a place where I am not happy but fulfilled? Fulfillment is an expensive word. Fulfillment comes when a person starts a journey and you keep to your commitments, you keep to your discipline, and then you stay on that straight and narrow. That's what fulfillment is. It is where a person, your commitment is so strong that nobody and nothing can waver you from that. But it's because anything, let, let me say this, church, Anything that takes the place of worship of the Lord Jesus Christ is an idol. Your husband and your wife can be an idol. That's why for the young people, you're not allowed, I must say this straight, you are not allowed to be unequally yoked. If you are not married and the person is lagging their feet, kick them out. Oh, it's getting serious here at Little Falls now. I cannot imagine if I took a wife that did not love Jesus. None of this would have happened in my life. None of it. Make sure the person you choose is a person that loves Jesus more than you. These are simple things, but it's extremely important. Come and talk to the pastors if you, are, if you have such a person.
Because your life, here's the thing, you will be fulfilled. Paul said, do not touch a woman. He literally meant that. Because the problem is that women are not touching men, it's men that are touching women. But let's go on. That right mindset. You know, we're talking about this mindset. So, I must skip over stuff because now I want to talk about the kingdom of God. The kingdom establishment in a person's life. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That is what we know. No, it is thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now that comes with a seeking. That comes with persistence. That comes with, I need to deal with myself. We want happy people around us, but we are unhappy. We want people to change around us, but we are not willing to change. You know what's the most I heard in the week when someone said to me, uh, someone said to me, a lady actually said, the most wonderful thing in their home is when they hear the father wakes up early and goes to the room and pray. And I, I agree with that because that's where peace comes from. When leaders actually, when you hear them doing the word of God, when you see them, they're trying, they're doing their best, they're not giving up. So, to be happy, fruitful in our Christian life and to have a great mindset, we need to deal with forgiveness. You need to be able to fully forgive. I was seeing someone um, in, a, in a court case. This is literally a serial killer. I saw it. What they usually do before they sentence the person, they allow the family to come in and for each affected family member, they allow that person to speak to the killer. And then the family started, and you can see the pure, unadulterated hatred in people. Can you imagine a serial killer? And you see this woman, she says, I hope you burn in hell. It's like, you just feel the, the you know, the, I feel so sorry for that family. And then another one spoke, and the one says, you should rot in jail. And there comes the father on the scene. And you can see he's a man of God, and he said, I'm going to give you something you don't deserve today. And he said to the serial killer, I forgive you. At that point, the serial killer started to cry. I believe that's the point where he experienced that conviction of the Holy Spirit. Because the Father said, as Christ has forgiven me, today I fully forgive you. Who do you think is the person that walked out of that courtroom free? That Father. Because that Father has dealt with the things that causes our mindsets to be corrupted. It is a major thing if we cannot fully forgive and release and let go. Extremely important to have the slate clean in your life. 
and I need an amen. amen. And then we need to deal with our relationship with Christ. Because it says here, if you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Now that you died. You see, the moment Jesus Christ died, every person that believes in him immediately as you accept him, you've died. You will never ever deal with death again. Death is final because you will not deal with it. We're not talking about that minute or hours or that thing that people experience. We've been to many, many deathbeds and there's even grace for that. That's nothing. You don't need to worry about that. God has dealt with that because a body shuts down. Actually, most people I've seen do not even experience pain. But you have died and your life is hidden in God. This hiddenness in God is this powerful relationship with Him. But that hiddenness in many people's lives is a double life. That double life I'm living, they never experience the fullness of God they always get to repent again and again and again and again. There comes a day where the repentance part is finally dealt with and where the victory part, you're living from one victory to another victory to another victory. Not one trouble and one situation and it's always a situation, but it's victory upon victory upon victory. Are you experiencing that? You see, the mindset, we have seen people, you cannot, you cannot have a worldly mindset and experience the fullness of God because you always start over. How about progressing your faith to the next level? For every person in this church, there is a next level. For every single person here, it is a decision away and that decision will be met by God's grace. And when that decision is made, you stuck by it, no matter what. No matter who, what, or whatever. You see, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with Him. Oh, there comes a day church, there comes a day where everything will be finished, all of it. I'm looking forward to that day. Are you looking forward to that day? But until that day, until that day, it could be death or the rapture. Which one do you want? I pray for the rapture. <laughs> I need a rapture. Okay. You need a rapture. So the thing that that we need to focus upon is mind control. You know, there is mind control in Christianity. It might sound bad now, but mind control. Because if you go to the media, you'll see how they spew death. And the world believes it. I mean, the world still believes COVID is bad. Or, you know, you need, you need that thing. 
You don't need that thing. You just need faith in Jesus Christ. But here, mind control controls the heart. What is mind control? Let's quickly go to Romans 8 as we nearly come to a finish here. Romans 8. I want to read to you spiritual mind control. Something that, that you should know and understand. Romans 8 from verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but who walk according to the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that once you go to the above level, that level where God invites you to, then the Spirit of God takes charge of your life and then your experiences, you have many experiences with God. Verse five, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live, the word is live. There's a living in the spirit that happens when you deal with the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. We don't need a lot. We just need the life of Christ. And this is the life of Christ. When the life of Christ appears in a man or a woman, then that life brings forth peace. And that peace is for your life but it's for those who truly seek God. One thing we must make up our minds is that I'm going to seek God like never before. Like never before. Make up your mind tonight. Make up the mind. Verse seven, because the carnal mind is enmity with God, against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. You cannot have an old mindset or struggle with sin because we all struggle with sin. I'm not talking about willful, continuous sin. I'm talking about all of us probably tomorrow because we are married or whatever, <laughs> we'll have a scratch or two. You know, there are certain things that will always happen, but there are many things that shouldn't happen. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of God, he is not his. Have you experienced the Holy Spirit? Have you ever experienced truly the Holy Spirit? I've experienced him through my life. And I must tell you, that's something to seek. I know when I'm not experiencing the voice of God 
or the things that, he's, that he wants for my life, or I'm consistently in a troubled mode, then I know there's something wrong with me. We so easily blame God when things are not right in our lives. But I know for a fact that whenever I experience some drought areas, I know it's me. It's not God. It's me. 100% George Brandon and the flesh. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the, from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give to you mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The spirit of God dwells in me. I remember when I gave my life to Christ and I remember that I wanted to now be baptized in the Holy Spirit by the evidence of speaking in tongues. So the youth in the tent, we were there in Lindhaven, they laid hands on me and right at that point started speaking in tongues. But three months later, because of not practicing that, let it come to its fulfillment, it just went away. And I went to one of the youth leaders and the youth leader said to me, I will never forget it. God has not moved, you've moved. And he said, speak. <laughs> and then I spoke and I'm still speaking. Amen. You understand? So this life in the spirit, I wanted to be more calmer tonight because inside of me I'm burning, I'm looking forward to a good year. I'm looking forward to good news. I want to see some people healed. I want to see some people set free. I want to see people have experiences with God. Our plan, our church's plan, the leadership of this church, we've made up our mind. We want to use you, not abuse you. We want to use you. Every hand to be on deck in 2024. Every person to be ready to do what they've never done before. Every person to be activated. Every person to have the mind of Christ. Every person is important in our church. Every single one of you. Welcome. 11 years they went away, but they're on fire, I know, for Jesus. But, you know, it is time for us, for you, to have a wonderful meeting with God. So, if we're going to put something on your lap, let it not be burning coals that burns you, but let it be the fire of God that burns on the inside of you. That as we go into the new year, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be powerful. Amen. Amen. So, I want you to surrender the following things to the Lord so that you might have the mind of Christ to have a heavenly mindset, the things that's busy happening in the heaven, that you might tap into the spiritual realm for your life, for your future. We don't want any person to make a mistake spiritually. We want people to advance. We want you now to give your friends to the Lord. We want you to give your job to the Lord. We want you to give your wife to the Lord or your husband to the Lord. We want you to give your hobbies to the Lord. We want you to give all your money to the Lord. There's no amen there. <laughs> we want you to give your energy to the Lord. There's many projects waiting for our church.
We want every person to be involved. We want all of you to experience the fullness of God. Amen. 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 Please bow your heads. If you have come into this place tonight and maybe you are not where you used to be, maybe you have backslidden, maybe you, you know you have neglected your spiritual state and you know that you're not at the right place. Or maybe you've come into this place tonight and you've never served God You've always wanted to serve him, but tonight you are in a place where you just say, how did I find myself here? This evening is for you. If you wanna say in your heart tonight, I want to commit my life to Christ, I want my life to change, I want to experience the things the pastor spoke about, then this evening is for you. I want you to please raise your hands if that is you. Yes. His hands going up. Don't, don't be shy. Keep up those hands. All over. Please keep up those hands. To, this is your night. Please keep up those hands. Yes. If that is you, please stand up for me. Just want to see your face. Please stand up for me. All over. Just stand up for me. If that is you, stand up. Stand up. It's your night. Everything is about to change in your life. Stand up. The devil is keeping some people now in your chairs. Do not sit down. Yes, you see, the Lord is working here in December month, right before Christmas. You're about to have the Christmas of your life. Please bring, please come here quickly to me. All of you, just, just come here. Please stand up, come here to me. Please, please, for one minute, we just want to speak. Yes, yes, come to the front. Please come here. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Just give the people time. That's right. Altar workers, we need some altar workers. Can we have cell leaders and leaders please come to the front? This is so wonderful. That's right, that's right. This is great. We have another two, it's a young man and a lady here. We have another lady over here. Thank you, thank you. All right. Now listen to me. The Word of God says in Romans 10 verse 9 and 10 that if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that He was raised from the dead, then you will be saved. It is in the confession of the name of Jesus Christ that a person receives salvation. So tonight is your night. All of us seated out there experience this. But then we took a step further. We came back to church because that's what the devil wants you not to do. And then we started looking different. All of us, we received the goodness of God. So tonight, 
I want you to raise your hands in the presence of God. Close your eyes. That's right. I want you to pray after me. Say, Father God, I come to you. I ask you tonight to please forgive me of all of my sins. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. I now forgive every person that has ever hurt me or harmed me. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Give me your life. I want to be hidden in you and experience you. Fill me now with the Holy Spirit and with fire. I ask in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.